It took a lot of science and technology to put an astronaut on the surface of the moon. But as you'll see, the real credit for getting there should be given to the Lord's Prayer. Hello, my name is Frank DeFreitas, and I would like to welcome you to Wonders of the Bible. The Lord's Prayer has been used as a reference standard to show scientific and technological advancements in miniaturization for over 150 years. On today's program, we are going to discuss how the Lord's Prayer was directly responsible for putting the first man on the moon. There have been many Christian-related events associated with the moon landings of the NASA Apollo program. I would like to mention a few now. First, we have the famous reading of the biblical account of creation in Genesis, taking place as Apollo 8 broadcast from orbiting the moon on Christmas Eve, 1968. We didn't land on the moon during that trip, but it was the furthest we've ever been from Earth. The astronauts orbited the moon ten times. On July 20th, 1969, with Apollo 11, we landed the first humans on the moon. Right after landing, the first Holy Communion was performed by astronaut Buzz Aldrin while he was still in the cabin of the lunar lander. In fact, since this took place very shortly after the limb touched down, some of the very first words spoken on the moon were those first spoken by Jesus Christ himself. Aldrin read from the book of John, chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him the same, bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. Next on the list, we have the microfilm Bibles carried to the surface by Apollo 14 commander Dr. Ed Mitchell in 1971, and an actual physical Bible was left on the steering column of one of the lunar rovers by Apollo 15 commander Dave Scott. As you can see, Christianity, the Holy Bible, and the moon have a lot in common. However, when it comes to the process of actually getting to the moon, all of the events that I have just mentioned must be placed under the category of incidentals. The reason being is that they had little to do directly with the science and technology involved with getting to the moon. The Lord's Prayer is different. It is directly responsible in helping us get there and I'm going to tell you the story of how and why. The beginning of the story takes us back to the 19th century. Microphotography was invented by John Benjamin Dancer of England in 1839 and perfected in the mid-1800s. The first microscopic Lord's Prayer began as a microphotograph, utilizing the simplest of equipment including the use of a single candle for illumination and exposure onto early light-sensitive emulsion, Dancer was able to achieve an astonishing reduction ratio of 160 to 1. Many others followed Dancer, 
by using the Lord's Prayer as their own example for demonstration and exhibits. As such, it quickly became what is known as a reference standard. Out of all of the many different microphotographs of the mid-1800s, including those of artwork, travel, and famous people, if you wanted to show that you could do something smaller than the previous efforts of others, the Lord's Prayer is what you would use to do it. Micro-Lord's Prayer entries were displayed at the largest science and technology exhibitions in the world, and those events would include such prestigious events as the 1851 Great Exhibition in London, the 1915 San Francisco Exposition, the 1933 Chicago World's Fair Century of Progress, and many, many more. Crowds of people would stand in long lines in Europe and America just to catch a glimpse of the world's smallest Lord's Prayers through the beautiful brass microscopes of the day. The Lord's Prayer, the Apostles' Creed, and the Ten Commandments were all famous microphotographs that were so small they could not be seen by the unaided human eye. They could only be read under microscopes. While the science and technology behind microphotography may seem very antiquated in comparison to modern methods, it was a very serious science and technology for its time. As an example, during the Franco-Prussian War of 1870-71, microphotographs of battle plans and dispatches were regularly flown by carrier pigeons back and forth between Paris and the battlefields. Once received, the microfilm would be greatly enlarged and projected onto walls with the use of the famous magic lantern projectors. In World War II, microphotography techniques were used by the United States with victory mail and England with aircraft to reduce the amount of cargo space that mail would require. It continued to be the content of choice for well over a century, moving into other methods such as micro-engraving and even typography. It became very popular with handwriting. People would test their skill at writing the smallest Lord's Prayer that they could write. One of the world's most famous historical figures that gave it a try was inventor Thomas Edison. Today, in the 21st century, we have scripture traveling on laser beams, and being stored with nanotechnologies such as three-dimensional laser holograms. For our purposes here today, however, I would like to show how micro-biblical scripture, and the Lord's Prayer in particular, eventually led the way to satellites, space exploration, and landing the first man on the moon. Just how did this happen? Well, I'm glad that you asked. John Benjamin Dancer's microphotography from the 19th century eventually led to 20th century micro data storage media such as microfilm. This, in turn, led to microphotolithography of computer memory chips and circuitry. The computer chips and circuits that you're using right at this very moment, here in the 21st century. The early computer circuits that placed the first man on the moon 
were the direct descendants of the microphotography of the 1800s, the same microphotography that brought us the famous Lord's Prayer. It is the great, great, great grandfather of everything that is performed with micro and nanoscale technologies in today's world. In other words, the computers that put man on the moon began with microphotography, and microphotography began with biblical scripture. So let's break it down. Number one through five. Back in the 1800s, the microscopic Lord's Prayer became the reference standard for showing advancements in miniaturization. Number two, microphotography eventually led to microfilm and microfiche. Number three, microfilm and microfiche eventually led to micro and nanophotolithography. Number four, micro and nanophotolithography led to the development of computer chips and circuits. Number five, computers, tracing their printed circuitry routes back to microphotography, provided the necessary calculations to put the first man on the surface of the moon in 1969. It's not too often in today's world where one can see something that they have never seen before. I often hear viewers of all ages saying, I've never seen anything like this, or that's impossible. Where is it? When they look through the microscopes, it makes us happy to know that we are able to have people experience scripture in ways that they have never experienced it before. Along with my wife, Debbie, we volunteer our time and services to help spread the good news of Jesus Christ to the public through presentations to churches, organizations, fairs, and conferences. In total, we have reached tens of thousands of people from all walks of life, from all age groups, and from all denominations. As a laser holographer, my own contribution to the world's smallest Lord's Prayer utilizes lasers and holographic data storage. It is the diameter of a single human hair at 100 microns. At its unveiling in 2013, 70,000 people attended World Maker Fair at the New York Hall of Science. As an interesting side note, and a surprise to me, was meeting youth who had never even heard of the Lord's Prayer. They were seeing it and reading it for the very first time on a beam of laser light. So the next time you look up at the moon, in God's great heaven above, remember hearing about the history of microscopic Lord's Prayers and how they helped to have someone walk on the moon, and, someday, beyond. For more information, including photographs showing examples of microscopic Lord's Prayers, along with additional resources, just visit wondersofthebible.org and look for the tab that says Lectures. Once again, my name is Frank DeFreitas. And may God bless you today and every day. And remember to always love others just as Jesus Christ loves you.